Hi. Welcome to my Pleasant People podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to thank you so much. Um, I'm going to just introduce myself a bit first. My name is Bonnie Coase. I have a freelance interior design company called Moco Interior. But aside from that, I have a love for human beings and fellow creatives. And the point of the Pleasant People podcast is to get to know the people behind the brand. Hence, I'm here today with Magical Divine Savages. Da, 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 da. Um, but before you introduce yourselves, you're going to be very excited by the next piece of information I'm going to say to you because there is a jingle. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> a medium thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to like sing or get involved, don't worry. I'm just giving, saving that embarrassment for myself. <laughs> but I do require a bit of guest participation. Okay. I need a hey from you. So I'm going to get to the heap of tea down. I'm ready. I'm ready. So I get to the end of the song and the last word is day. And when you hear day, I'd love a hey from you. Okay. Okay, you can do that. Okay. Don't let me down. Do I need to click as well? No, oh, we so just want to hey. Okay, that's Ready? good. Ready? <clears throat> this is going to be magical. Come and join us on the Pleasant People podcast. Listen now and we will brighten up your day. Hey! Yay! <laughs> that was brilliant! That was a good little jingle as Thank well. Thank you so much. Thank you. I spent ages working on it. You know, it's, you know, it's going to be very moving for people. I think, you know? I think so too, number one. Um, so, without further ado, if you guys could just introduce yourselves, tell us a little bit about Divine Savages, who you are, etc. That would be brilliant. Yeah, so we are Divine Savages. Um, I'm Jamie. I'm Tom. And yeah, we started the brand almost kind of five years ago now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Five years in October. Yeah, we're on our fifth birthday in October. I'm not really sure where the time's gone, to be honest. I bet. Yeah, but we kind of started the brand as a bit of a kind of passion project, Mm -hmm. kind of Tom. I worked worked in kind of the fashion industry and worked at a kind of brand agency. And I loved it. Yeah. the team, then I got ill with lab and fires and had to take time off oh. work. And then we bought this house around the same time, which mm-hmm. is like a Victorian two-story terrace flat. Mm-hmm. And because um, I was sorry, just twiddling my thumbs, thumbs at home, mm-hmm. I was like, what can I do? And I wanted to respect the building's heritage, but yeah. also there was nothing out there with a quite our sense of humour or our quirks. Love that. So whilst I was twiddling my thumbs, we, I came up with Deco Martini, wow. which was our first and probably one of our most popular yeah. wallpapers. Brilliant. And then it kind of snowballed. Yeah, and then we kind of, yeah. We shared it on social media and then people seemed to like it. Mm. And then again, it snowballed from that into me. What it is today. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny, isn't it? Because when, yeah, when these things do sort of evolve, yeah, you people sort of desperately go, well, tell us how you got there and tell us what happened. A lot of the time you don't really know, as you say. You no, sort of just started we and here we are. Yeah. know how to like, we never created a business, never run no. a business, and I was working in TV, so very different to like wow. the world of interiors, and but kind of it was more on behind the scenes. So I, I did know a lot about like promotion and marketing and That's good. business relationships and stuff. So that which I knew thing. nothing about. No, sure. <laughs> yeah. I can do a pretty picture. And that's about it. <laughs> so, that's yeah. why it works quite well because we both do very different things mm. behind the scenes. So yeah. Well, we're going to get into more of that next, but I just wanted to do like, just so everyone's like loosey-goosey, so we get to know you a bit, um, a quick-fire question round, which obviously there's two of you, and also if people were to ask me these questions, they wouldn't be quick responses, like, categorically, <laughs> like, for example, first one, don't need to answer me yet, his favourite film, I'd be like, 
Oh my god, uh, look, give me four weeks. Yes, I, yeah. I, I need to refer back to my list. I, you know, I need to really think about yeah. But obviously, okay. you could give me some snappy answers, but also, yeah, okay. you know, no pressure. You know, I don't expect you to just, okay. you know. So, favourite film? Well, you so go me, first. It's probably something like Pretty Woman. Oh, <laughs> no, love that film. Love yeah. that oh, film. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The shame. Um, <laughs> I've got three, which are Aliens, Jurassic Park, and Death Becomes Her, and or maybe Muriel's Wedding as well. I kind of hate you for being so decisive. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a list ready. To go. Like, that was so good. Literally, I've been waiting for someone to ask me that question. <laughs> <all my> <laughs> um, okay, so your favourite desert? I- this is normally Desert Island podcast, but obviously we know that's going to be pleasant people. Obviously. So obviously, yeah. um, favourite desert island product? So you're dumped on a desert island. It could be a book. It could be a skincare. Ooh. We're going to be left to right every yeah. time. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think with sugar. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate. Ice Not cream. chocolate, maybe ice cream. Okay. Caramel ice cream. on the desert island. Mm. I'd have a fridge. <laughs> <I'd> have <laughs> a freezer. I'd have a freezer. freezer. Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. yeah. That's fair. Oh, maybe the dog. I'd like to take my dog with me. Yeah, yeah you could do <laughs> that. And the cat. Sorry, Ripley. Oh, God. <laughs> Favourites. Um, <laughs> I don't know. For me. Yeah, I do love a good book on the beach, but I couldn't tell you which one. I'd well, take. this is the thing: if you're stuck on a desert island, you've got to read that book over yeah, and over and over, exactly. over again. So it'd be a lengthy time. War and peace. Yeah. Okay. Um, favorite cologne? Ooh, I like oh. a bit of Chanel Blue. Gorgeous. Blue. Blue. Yeah. I like Molecule One. Oh, I love Molecule. Mm. You can smell that a mile off. Whenever yeah. I'm anywhere, I walk into a shopping centre, I'm like. Yeah. Someone's wearing. <laughs> I was one cycling to work, really sweaty. It's like it's eight o'clock in the morning, and um, this woman pulled up next to me on her side on her bike, and then I went off next traffic light, and she chased after me. And then when we got to the next side traffic light, she was like, "Sorry, sorry, mm. I just want to ask, what aftershave you wear?" Oh, <laughs> she was committed. And then she was like, "It's not. I just want to know. It's for my husband. It's for my husband." Oh. And I was like, "It's Molecule One." She was like, "What?" <laughs> Molecule Molecule one. one, I'm cycling with Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, favourite candle? Oh, I do like a good dictique. Mm. The like, I can't remember which Fort one. Bois? The it's the woody, woody like, one. Yeah, yeah. Ambery one. Nice. Same. Probably same. Both yeah. the same on that. Oh, yeah. It just um, smells of Christmas, which I like. Yeah. Would you fire. burn it in the summer? Just to think like... Yeah, we, <laughs> do. we do. We do. constantly thinking of the darker winter in time. It's like, <laughs> no. draw them in sooner. Then I think of a barbecue. Nice. I'm like, oh, let's put on a barbecue. <laughs> Honestly, I feel exactly the same. Like, so many people have loved the hot weather. I do not. I same, just yeah. crave the big jumpers, big boots, and right. the rain. Layering. When you're, Layering. 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 When you're on Not holiday. having sweat everywhere. Yeah, that is painful. I'm yeah. a sweaty human being. Same. <laughs> as soon as I could put a big jumper on, that would be brilliant. <laughs> um, okay, this is like a slightly longer one, so sorry, but do you guys have like a, and obviously this would generally require more thought, but I'm just going to spring it on you. So do you have like a mantra or an ethos or something that you like live your lives by? Big question hmm. to, you know, think about quickly. Um, I think like in terms of like divine savages, then yeah. we kind of always from the start have said kind of when we're designing it's always something that we would like want in our own house yes and that's kind of 
our first that's kind perfect, of perfect, yeah. Par- like parameter of when Tom's designing, really. I think that's a really good show, actually, because I have designed a few wallpapers which um, are very good. <laughs> I mean, they're okay. I like I've done some cushions and stuff. They're good, but the wallpaper I wasn't ever bothered about it. And I thought, would I put it in my own house? Probably not. Mm. So, but I mean, yeah. I think you guys do quite like it. As I'm <laughs> Well, again, that's kind of what's the being a small business. Like, we don't have massive budgets to like go and hire a big space. So, our house has like through as the business has grown, like our house is our showroom. Yeah. And so, and actually, this wallpaper you see here, Crane Fonda, was kind of born in this kitchen because we fell in love with the pink tiles. Yes kind of first and then we wanted a wallpaper that kind of matched them perfectly so Tom like designed the coral colourway to go specifically with those tiles so the benefits of working from home yeah (laughs) exactly Um, best restaurant you've ever eaten at oh the Hagen Dazs Cafe (laughs) ice cream guy I'm an ice cream guy (laughs) no actually Chin Chin ice cream in Soho is amazing I take it back okay I would say we had a trip, we did a trade show in New York in May and what was the restaurant called there? It was a really cool Asian restaurant Uh, in like Hudson. Something in Essex, Beauty in Essex. Right? Oh, that was the other one. Yeah, sorry. There's a few there. (laughs) (laughs) Any, any, you know. Yeah, it was good. Um, Well, this is a bit of a difficult one to ask as well, sat opposite each other and you're married, but your favourite person (laughs) might not be each other, you never know. (laughs) (laughs) Could be a cat. God. <laughs> no pressure. Um, my favourite person, I'll have to say my mum. Or she'll call me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that means I have to say my mum too. Yeah. And your dad. And my dad. Yeah. <laughs> They've like been really supportive. Yeah. Like, yeah. All of them, like since we like had the idea to like start and like helped us out with like some investment sure. to start with, which is obviously amazing. And yeah, now they're obviously like super proud of what we've like achieved so far. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I do have some more quick fire questions, but just to go off the back of that, I always was really intrigued about um, sort of where creative people like come from and how they're bred effectively. Because I was actually watching the Alexander McQueen documentary the other day, and he's from a very sort of, you know, like working class, very normal background, East London cabbie dad, etc. And it almost was like he was kind of, I think, slightly repressed. Like his dad was like almost slightly homophobic and things. Mm. And it's almost that because he was sort of like, you know, told to keep everything in, mm. he like exploded and yeah. went in the absolute yeah. opposite direction. But I mean, for me, God, comparing Alexander McQueen <laughs> and me, wow, yeah. um, <laughs> totally same thing here. Um, but I was always, you know, I was like a creative kid in my family, and that like totally encouraged me yeah. all the time to do the creative thing and follow your dreams. And I know a lot of people didn't have that, so it sounds like your families were that way inclined. Yeah, my yeah. my dad was very artistic, and um, bless, yeah, he used to do like drawing classes at the weekend with the kids around the table. Aww. So yeah, no, no, but the fa- the family always encouraged it, and I always kind of loved art. Art was my thing. Yeah, as a yeah. kid growing up. No, I like, yeah, growing up, like, my mum was very into interiors as well. And wow. We moved about maybe ten times in my childhood. Right, yeah. As soon as we, like, had, she'd kind of put her stamp on one place, you got bored. Flip it and, and go like, somewhere else. We're off to this one. I was like, oh, we've got to pack again. Oh. <laughs> but we never moved very far. It was only literally, like, down the road. Yeah. Like, two streets away. Just got so. settled, mum. She's yeah. like, just a cat. So you're making me pack again. Yeah. So I think, like, her love for interiors, I think, definitely, like, right, through. Yeah. Well, that's nice, yeah. 
I think it's good if you do come from a, I think it's really important to have, I'm also blessed with my family, we're quite like creative and I've got a lot of creative friends and things and I think it's quite important to have a community like that around you because you are naturally that way inclined. That's kind of another reason why I'm doing a podcast to be honest because I think if you can gain like advice from other people and build like a little creative tribe. Yeah, you know, for sure. It's a big deal. Yeah. And, um, when my mum was young, she she was totally, she's a creative human as well. And she was like encouraged by her family and things, but no one really around, my granddad was kind of arty, but no one really around her sort of got her. Yeah. Like she spent a lot of her life, people going, oh, you're weird, you don't understand, yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. I guess and, there's like less, like I think kind of kids today, but like <laughs> opportunities, I think, like with like the internet and social media, and like you just see all these different options now whereas yeah. like, even when I was back at school it was very much like okay you could go arts or you could go science or maths mm. or whatever and I think now like even like you were saying yeah, like yeah. kind of your love for Jim Henson yeah stuff. when I was a little kid and um, we didn't have the internet obviously because I was born in 1980 mm -hmm. and um, I really desperately wanted to be in like Jim Henson or Stan Winston that kind of special effects creature wow puppetry kind of really monsters cool. but there was no way to like write to there? someone yeah. in LA saying I'd like to work at your thing or even in the UK like how would you get that yeah, contact? How would you? Yeah. yeah, it's like nearly impossible to find that contact. So. Well, I find like the, yeah for me, me like the birth of Instagram for that is quite an amazing thing. Definitely. How would I get in contact with you two even? Yeah, exactly. you know? I think I met exactly. you at Decorex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Other than that, kind of, that's how Popping divine. Yeah. <laughs> we were, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's how Divine Savages has like managed to kind of grow. Is mm. like I'd say like ninety-five percent Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Again, it's like how you connect, you ask people questions, how do you do that, or do you know like who I can speak to about this, and everyone's like so open and like yeah. willing to like share their expertise and insights. And That's true, I think, I think it is, um, yeah, I think obviously the internet can be a cruel place, but generally, yeah. you know, my corner of the internet is often quite a kind place, and the fact yeah. that if I reach out to people and contact them, and you know, people are generally quite, you know, A, flattered, and B, willing to be able to give you their expertise, which is yeah. brilliant, because it's like a free learning platform all of the time. Definitely, definitely. I mean, even when I was at school, you know, they sort of, I didn't want to go to university just because at that point I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And when I sort of spoke to a lot of people at school, they were like, you're going to uni though, right? And you're going to do English, right? And I was mm. like, and I kept going, I want to do something arty, but I don't really know what. And they'd go, no, uni. And it did get a bit tiresome. So I did, not that I have anything against uni, but I just knew I wanted to go in a certain direction. Yeah. And then I went into an internship and then I sort of you know, started my business and blah, blah, blah. But there wasn't at all any encouragement even when I was at school for, yeah. to push you in that yeah, direction. Yeah, that's not yeah, what, it's not what yeah. yeah. And I think it's great, as you say, if you've got family or friends around you who sort of push you in that direction. Yeah, when I was um, at school and you did um, kind of work training, I was mm. called work experience. Mm. And, um, I really wanted to do something in the arts or something and I remember going to my tutor at the time and I was like, what, um, is there any, because I gave you a list of what your options were and um, they basically just said, oh, the closest you can do that is working at Argos and nothing against working at Argos, yeah, but, but it was, wasn't that wasn't arty enough for me, so yeah, I it was a struggle, I think back in our day, like, as you said, like, 
especially actually in my dad's day, he would have loved to have got a career in art. But yeah. It wasn't the t you needed to bring home the money back then. Exactly. Yeah. And, and there wasn't same. the opportunities. Yeah. And I think it was slightly. It was better for our generation, but it's getting still. progressively better, but still. Yeah. 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 Sounding yeah. yeah. old now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> you don't look it. Um, okay. When my yeah, when my mum was at school, it was like, so are you going to be a secretary or work in a shop? Yeah. And they were like, option A and option B. So. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we're nearly there with a quick fire one. So, if you had your, I'm gonna kill you both tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but I am kind about it, so I'm gonna give you a last supper. Um, so you can have whatever you want in the world. We're talking starter, main, dessert, and a beverage. I know. Oh, <laughs> I would probably. Well, dessert would definitely be lemon meringue pie. Nice. I like that you're working backwards. That's yeah. so interesting. That's how your brain works. <laughs> no, like I'm thinking maybe like a. Good steak and mm. skinny fries, Gorgeous. mushrooms. No, and like yeah, <laughs> you don't agree on that. No, start I don't know. Starter might be something like maybe like a ham hock terrine with like God, you're nice cherries and like pickles. Oh, yeah. Beverage. Oh, a good red wine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good mm -hmm. shout. Mine would be. <laughs> Bear with me, I've got the taste buds of a five-year-old. Yeah, so have I. Chicken nuggets and chips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd probably like a nice crusty roll with butter for a starter. <laughs> and then for the main, yeah, I'd like a nice steak, medium to well done, with some nice fries and maybe some pepper sauce. Nice. And then for dessert, some sort of salted caramel ice cream ice with cream. meringue or something. I think we should just call this the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> We've covered so, a lot so about ice cream. Sponsored <laughs> by Hagen-Dazs. <laughs> <laughs> and cherries, you know. Um, <laughs> okay, what is your favourite thing in your house? I quite like the nun, if you can see it on one of the cameras. Oh, yeah. Really? So no, she she's was. She's terrifying. Yeah, she's slightly terrifying, but was a, um, we found her at Sunbury Antiques Market mm. a year or so ago. Yeah. yeah. I quite like her. In a like creepy, spooky way. Yeah, but that's the thing. She kind of watches over us. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah. That's the thing that we'll get into <laughs> about, about yeah. the um, sort of divine savages thing. You love a bit of the creepy edge. That's, you know, what yeah. makes you guys yeah, use. So. Definitely. I would either go for Zhao Zhao, who's our ostrich in the lounge, Love. or I would go for the red fraggle downstairs, mm. which is like a replica puppet, which I got off eBay. But yeah, Going back to your puppeting yeah. dreams. Yeah, yeah. I literally am still a child. Oh, <laughs> we all are, to be honest. Children with responsibilities and mortgages and things. Mm. Yeah, too no, much. That's Jamie's response. <laughs> that's Jamie's. Dealers of the bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, last question on the quickfire thing is favourite song of all time? Ooh. Ooh. Betty Boo doing the do. Yeah. Nice. And a good title. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Something classic Madonna for me, probably. Nice. Maybe like a holiday, go back, or Vogue. Yeah. Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will probably put that in to fade into the next bit of the podcast, yeah. um, which is where I'm going to just start, because I did say on Instagram and things, did anyone have any questions oh, yeah. for me? I had some questions for you anyway, but a yeah. lot of people did ask a few That's questions. kind of covered a couple of them so the first one is basically what were your past and backgrounds that sort of got you here and you sort of covered it but 
if you could give us another little summary about like you know like where you're, what you did before and how it evolved and actually I'm just going to add to that I would love to know how you two actually met how it became a thing <laughs> have to go way, way back. Way, way back. Yeah. <laughs> um, we met in 2006. Uh-huh. Um, the old-fashioned way, just oh. in a little club. Called the Ghetto. Called the Ghetto. Love that. Which is now, now down. the Tottenham Court Road, Elizabeth Light Station. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, sad times. Yeah. But um, yeah. it was a cool little pub. No, cool like little indie club. club. Um, and we met cool Tom asked me if I wanted a drink. The first guy I ever asked for a drink. No I way. bought drinks for friends, but never a stranger. Oh, so I, and that was it? Yeah. That was it. We kind of chatted and then, yeah, and then we like had our first date like a few weeks later. Mm. And the rest is history. Yeah. And then, yeah, work-wise, I went to uni and studied film and TV. Great. And then, yeah, worked in scheduling for many years, which so behind the scenes, and it's where you put together the, like, daily broadcast. Cool. And, like, make sure everything times up. I worked for, like, a smaller company for, like, music videos, which is really fun in your early 20s. Yeah. Like, scheduling, like, so music. So that was good. And then I eventually moved to National Geographic Channel. Wow. And then Discovery Channel. And was there for, yeah, kind of, I did about 10 or 12 years in, like, planning. So it was more strategy, like, planning the year when we're going to launch all the big new shows and seeing what the competition was doing so that you had a good slot that for your show. Seems and probably, it sounds to me like it's going to be a really background for this. As you yeah, said. yeah, it has, yeah. like, like long-term strategy and planning and kind of logistics all the and stuff and like, yeah well organised and all of that so yeah it was great and I loved it got I to travel a bit as well so that was cool but I used to think that Jamie just watched shark programmes all day every day <laughs> yeah. that's your job yeah. <laughs> a little bit more yeah. Yeah. some days a little maybe. bit <laughs> maybe. Not every day. Some, a lot of days sure. like. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah I went to uni studied art and graphics mm-hmm. and then obviously left uni and it's like no jobs so I worked at HMV which I loved mm-hmm. and then somehow got into graphics which then got me into fashion illustration and mm-hmm. all over prints and graphic t-shirts and then jumped again to like a branding company mm-hmm. which I loved and then somehow got into interiors. Mm-hmm. But, but again yeah. like that background in branding and fashion and print kind of really helped us kind of create yeah. divine savages and like actually have a really strong kind of brand yeah I think I think it's nice for people to know how you know how things do sort of evolve because mm. you presume you go to you know if you if say someone was in the store and they think well I want to start a wallpaper company it would be where do you begin do you go to wallpaper company school you know do you need to do wallpaper design but it makes you know you as it's actually quite interesting to it obviously you were in tv but there's so many transferable skills there so yeah. as long as you can kind of do logistics and organization and a bit of business and a bit of marketing then that's going to propel you forward yeah. Yeah. And again paired with you being yeah. the art you want so you sort of the dream team I think <laughs> also like I used to do all the kind of graphics and illustrations the designs the photography the mm. website all, all, of all the visual side yeah. but I cannot talk about my work 
I think it's a British thing again. Oh yeah. So I'm literally just I just hand it to Jamie so he can talk about it. Because I'd just be like, here's a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I so feel you on that. I'm exactly the same. I know quite a few people who are trying to embrace the sort of you know no offence but Americanism in the yeah. fact that and there's actually nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. You've no. got to be a bit more like proud. Say yeah, it with your chest. Yeah. You know I did this, but exactly. I'm exactly with you. Yeah. I sort of go, I did this thing and it was kind of cool, but don't look at it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Don't say anything nice to me. Don't say anything nice to me. Just don't even look at it. I don't know why I did it. Anyway, bye. And run away. I may delete it later. Yeah, literally. Delete everything later. You guys do seem like a good team. I I sort of, I wonder, well, I'll ask you, how is it being married and having like, you know, you work together, you live together, you do everything together. I bet it is strenuous. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we haven't killed each other yet. No, it's good. (laughs) Yeah, it's been going all right. But yeah, it can be full on. Mm. Um, And it was slightly different when I was like still like juggling two jobs. I was still going to the office in Chiswick and like had that like distance. But obviously then lockdown, Mm. pandemic, everyone working from home. But again, I think because we do such different roles. Yeah. you can kind We're of not really yeah. stepping on each other's toes. I normally work in here in the kitchen, and we have a space in the studio out the back. Tom's at his desk in the living room, so mm. we obviously like talk about stuff together that when we need to. Yeah. And if we're launching a new collection, obviously we talk. But it's day normally to day, just it's before just we go to bed. So we're suddenly like flashing what we yeah. need to do the next That's day, the panic, oh. and then he'll, <laughs> he'll tell me what to do just before we go to bed. So then I'll tell him things that I know he has to do. Yeah. And then we'll just try and outdo each other for how much the other person has to do. And then we're like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> just before bed is like yeah. the worst time to yeah. possibly do that. Like, just before right. you get all relaxed and wind down, here's all the stuff you've got to do tomorrow. Yeah. We're quite bad at like, kind of, yeah scheduling like a business meeting because it feels so weird weird. yeah because it's like we live together we're obviously (laughs) married and yeah we never really like have that formality of like this week it's kind of just like oh remember you need to do that James normally in his dressing gown as well. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's nice though that you're not, you know, I mean, you're not going to be, as you say, you're married, but to be sort of super professional with each other, because I think a lot of people particularly, there have been a lot of like startups in lockdown and things, they sort of go, right, we're going to make a business now. And I think it is good for the mind to try and like differentiate when you're at work and when you're at home, but at the same time, you know, not to the extent that you're going to put a suit on and walk into the dining room and go, no. hello, good morning, Tom, we have a meeting to discuss today. Sharing the meeting. Yeah, Yeah, that's my worst nightmare as well. Yeah, Yeah. it's good. And yeah, we like, it's very organic the way that we work. Organic. Probably. Natural. It just happens. It just happens, yeah. Yeah. I normally work until late into the night, like 10, 11, just because if something's on my mind or I want to get a design to a point where I'm happy mm-hmm. yeah. and always like come to bed it's like midnight and so I just want to finish this bit and then it'll be like 2am he'll come to bed yeah. I'm sure lots of people can understand but it's where you you worked on something so long you want to get to a place you're happy that yeah. So you can actually sleep and get peace. Well, otherwise you're, just, you're going to bed and you're thinking, I needed to draw that line, I needed to change yeah, that yeah, crane, yeah, yeah. I needed to add that wing. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Agreed. It seems like yeah. Obviously, you've like grown. You you work organically. You've kind of grown organically. Were there ever be fascinating to know? Like cha- you must have had like challenges because you said you were doing two jobs, and mm. I mean, obviously, it's strange to transition from. I mean, as you say, it just kind of happens. It's quite hard to describe to people because you think, I don't know, it just kind of happened. But you were obviously at that job and then you progressed with this job. Were there any, like, massive struggles? How did you overcome them? Like, 
yeah, one thing, like, because obviously we started super small, but yeah. it grew surprisingly Quite quickly, quickly uh-huh. um, which was great, but we were running everything literally like from yeah. our spare room, we yeah. had stock in there, we had to do all the, had all the packaging for shipping stuff out, we were doing everything. Yeah. Um, and we had found a really cool company that was kind of a bridge between the like proper fulfillment where they do it all. Yeah. Um, and keep your stock and everything and it was kind of a bridge in between and for us as a small business of that size at the time worked really well. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, and so that was kind of working, but we had an email from them one day and it was like, sorry, we're closing the next week. Oh, what? <laughs> and you're like, what are we going to do? What, what do we do now? And it was kind of panic stations, but as my, most things like that, when a challenge comes, it just mm. forces you to like find an alternative and work out a solution quickly. And for us, we it was our push into, right, that we need to do proper fulfillment now. Yeah. It definitely helped us to scale up mm, had to. faster yeah. because we couldn't carry on doing it from in our spare bedroom. room yeah. forever and it was getting to a point where you could hardly get in the door because okay. it was filled with boxes. I was terrified the boxes would fall on the So that was kind of like a bit of a kind of panic situation but then worked out for the better. Yeah, yeah. and also yeah. about a year into us launching, we used to use one company that did all our fabric and printed all mm. our wallpaper in the UK and they just went under without telling us. No! Yeah. Yeah. So got, had we no had like orders with them and yeah. they're like, <gasps> you yeah. We kind of matched everything so they all matched together and no one was there to even send our files back to us. Oh my god! So we had to start from scratch. But then it did make teach us to Find more than one company yeah, and you sort of it, yeah, diversify a bit and not rely just on one yeah. supplier. You think it's the end of the world and you're going to yeah, end it and then you kind of find alternatives which are actually better quality and yeah. more reliable. So what, things happen and you're just like... As well, you know, you're, it's, so, it's so honestly inspiring in the fact because you do just sort of start up and you think, you know, no one knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I also think that's, again, another reason why I want to do the podcast and the fact that a lot of people, they, you know, talk, you see them on Instagram and it's like a set and everything's perfect and look at the stuff that we've done. But you forget that at the end of the day, we're just humans. And particularly if you are building a company from scratch, no one's going to know what they're doing. No, you're no. not expected to know what you're doing. But everyone's going to pretend they know what they're doing because yeah, yeah, we totally, have to. Totally. Um, and also that can hold you back as a... Like if you have, like we had thought about doing like something, like starting a brand or something, but you always get that kind of like Imposter voice and like, oh, but you don't know how to do that. And how, yeah. how do you build a website? And how do you take payments? And how do you ship to America? And it's like all yeah. those things. And you're like, oh, we'll put it off. And yeah. we did for ages kind of, well, let's like, well, we don't know how to do that yet, but literally like I think the best bit of advice is just like just go for it and then you're in it and then you just have to find the answers as you go along. I saw a thing on um I think Rocket St George said it actually and it was um David Bowie going just do it if you're in a career or even in life in general if you do one thing that puts you totally out of your comfort zone and you actually feel really uncomfortable that's when you're going to grow and that's when it's all going to be better and like yeah that's totally valid like 
I am guilty, particularly after lockdown and things, of feeling totally like introverted in your yeah, same. I like, didn't even want to really go out the house, don't socialise with people, anytime I'm doing anything, it's like <laughs> 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 everywhere. Um, but then you do it and you yeah, think, yeah. oh, it's not that scary. So you've just got to sort of just yeah, just yeah. give it a bash. And everyone's you know yeah. learning at one point. You know, no one is born knowing how to build a business or yeah. what to do in life. Everyone like you grow jumping right? into the, like the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. that must have been terrifying. Which is amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were rooting for you all the way. Oh, thank you. It's like a kicked out evil, evil Michelle. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, that, I mean, that was one of the things that I think as well. Like, I try and tell people that just try not desperately to think about things too much. Like, I applied for yeah. it, I didn't ever think I'd get in it, and then I did, yeah. and then it was kind of like, ah, I do that then, you know? And it's like, yeah. you know, and as you say, if you think, I don't know how to start up a website, think, Give it a bash. Yeah. I'm doing it then now. Let's see if that's how it seems to, you know, how it seems to go. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, going back to your nun, I <laughs> wanted to say to you that I'm yeah, obsessed generally with, like, my, me personally, with the sort of juxtaposition between that kind of, like, something that's really beautiful and pretty and gorgeous with, like, a creepy, weird, underlying mm -hmm. edge. Um, yeah. And that seems to be what you guys always definitely. love. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it definitely, like, taps into the divine savages kind mm. of thoughts and kind Ethos. of yeah um and we just love like kind of quirky pieces like even way back way like before we even thought about starting the business it was we love nothing more than going to a vintage kind of yeah. market or a second hand shop or a charity shop and looking for like the weirdest thing and yeah yeah so like we kind of have collected like this is the ugliest cat in the world <laughs> but we kind of love it yeah. I don't know I <laughs> There's yeah. many a camera, there you go. <laughs> it's so ugly. No, I love it. But we love it. Oh, we, yeah. we, uh, so we like like to kind of bring these weird pieces into our home and then we like kind of add like little quirks into our yeah. wallpapers and prints as well. We do, I think, yeah, we do the same thing in our house and it's sort of like, I don't, I, most people obviously just want their house to be their house, but I totally understand like you just want a place that you can relax and da da da, yeah. whereas me and my family for years have looked at our house as like, just make it a ridiculous museum. Yeah, so, you know, exactly. you go somewhere. I mean, we've got we've got my granddad's scooter in my living room, which is like a red Vespa. We've got Amazing. this giant. He's like six foot two. Um, you know the little art dolls. You know they're like wood. You used to move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. We've got like a six foot two one of them. He's creepy. <laughs> as. Like, when I was a kid, they nice. used to move it's him. Move. Yeah, yeah. They, they used to. My parents used to literally like put him outside my bedroom door, knock on the door, and then I'd open. He stood there. And I was like, ah. Um, but I think you know. I think yeah. That's really cool. Um, we yeah, have, yeah, we love like we always say to people as well, like your house should be a reflection yeah. of like who lives in it. Like, Absolutely. For us, like it's fine, like everyone has their look and their vibe, but for us it's like we hate it kind of when you walk in somewhere and you're like who lives no in? idea like who what is sort of person what yeah. kind of character are they? Whereas I think when you walk in here, well I don't know what you thought. <laughs> 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 who would you I thought Jamie and Tom live here. We've got a really creepy doll uh -huh. that all my friends hate. Yeah. Whenever one of them stays the night while they're up here chanting to Jamie, I'll go and hide it in under their pillows. Oh no! So when they get into bed, it's in, in the bed. Oh, which they all scream and hate, but I love it. Okay. <laughs> Note to self, never stay with <laughs> um, <laughs> And you guys also seem to have like inspiration, obviously, from the, um, you know, from nature generally, like the National History Museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The History Museum yeah. we worked with, yeah, which was like dream crazy come true. dream come true for us, mm. like as kids, like like living outside of London but if we mm. ever came up to London with like our family it was like must go to the Natural History yeah. Museum and then 
cut to like 2019 and we ended up doing like a collaboration yeah. with them and going through the art collection yeah. i'm a huge dinosaur fan i had i was gonna go back to Jurassic park yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'm a huge dinosaur <laughs> fan so i kind of it was literally a dream come true i actually had to pinch myself that it was all kind of happening yeah. and jamie just sent them an email just like randomly thinking oh it can't hurt but ask and yeah then, when they said yeah we follow you we love you i was like what, what the yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually it's actually bizarre to me how i sort of like written out a rough list of questions and you just sort of like hit them perfectly and like led off from one to the other. Like, this one sure. was going to be, no, it's absolutely perfect. The next one was actually going to be, what was a wow pinch me moment? And you just went, that was a really wow pinch I was like, are you reading my script? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you've got the National History da -da -da, Museum. Yeah. Do you have any other moments where you, I mean, as we said a minute ago, before we actually started the podcast, you don't ever feel that you've done well, really. And yeah. I think it's a British thing, and I think you think, no, play everything down. And, yeah. you know, and yeah. you know, I'm not going to big myself up. And, but you then must, if you allow yourself to just be, you know, not humble for a minute, yeah. there must have been times that you went, oh my God, look at what we're doing, look at where we are. Yeah. I think <laughs> when I when we got our wallpaper books made, yeah. and I could see them, because we've got collections and icons, when I saw them and I had them in my hands and I was kind of like, wow. We've this is done, us. Yeah. Done a lot. We did this. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie's like, we've done a lot. The wallpaper books, we only got them made in May when we did the trade show in New York, but mm -hmm. it was kind of, for some people, yeah, it was just, oh, it's just a wallpaper book, but for us it was kind of like a, a distillation of like kind of five years of like yeah. work and kind of yeah just all the photography that had kind of gone into it and it's like wow like we've actually done a lot but then also like back in the early days when we were like really kind of new on the scene and it was kind of getting kind of recognition from like some of the bigger like interior people on insta like sophie yeah. robinson yeah. like got in touch wanted to do like a blog on us and that was like cool and kate Kind of mad about the house, yeah. And then we kind of started getting little kind of pickups in like know, like living etc. And L were like wow. the two that as new like it's read like, every month, God. and yeah. then you like they're talking about divine savages. Yeah, that was nice. kind of quite a, like. You've a, got to take stock of these right. moments, guys. You've yeah. got. To, and I know it's hard because yeah, no one ever does. But it's yeah, I, I'm delighted and yeah. feel totally privileged to be sitting opposite you. I was trying to say like. This was a pinch me moment for me. <laughs> I'm going to interview my no. today. So you know, you're already doing it, Tom. No, no, stop it. Stop it, not me. Um, I mean, that basically kind of concludes. I mean, we've covered so much about your like love of vintage and things. Um, I mean, the only other like few questions I've got on here, which I think a few people asked, was what is your favourite room within your house? Because I mean, they're all I know you saw. Like beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to choose. I think I quite like this guest bedroom that we recently did with our Poochie wallpaper because yeah. it's kind of, we are like, we do we do the bold maximalist kind of braver interiors but actually the Poochies kind of shows like the other side of Divine That's Savages nice. yeah. and it's calmer, it faces the back of the house so it looks out into the garden so it's kind of very calming but we still added personality and fun with like shape and texture and mm -hmm. kind of got some cool pieces in there so mm -hmm. I like that. The bedroom. I love sleeping. But I love the bedroom. It kind of it just worked so well. Mm. When I kind of visualised it and photoshopped it all up, I was like, oh, it's quite dark, but we'll yeah. see. And then when it all came together and the velvets, the textures together, oh. 
the alternative flooring carpet. Mm. Uh, I'm actually salivating a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds so beautiful. I, oh yeah, it just came together so well and I was very, that was when I was like, Okay, I'm happy. We've often yeah. been criticised in our house because our bedrooms are like a womb, like a yeah. cave. We've got yeah. like, I've got blind shutters and curtains like <laughs> layered over each yeah. other. We've got like total blackout. Yeah, you it's want it to like, feel like a, a cave. You know, yeah. I want to feel yeah. that when I go into my bedroom, I'm absorbed, it's dark, and lots of people are like, the bedrooms are so dark. I'm like, it's the point of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, for me, anyway. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and I guess like in closing, I mean, I'm going to ask in a little bit more a minute, but. Yeah. What would you have you got any like generic advice like as an overview that you'd give to say people who are just arty or want to start up a business or you know all that? Don't overthink it. Just do it. Start doing it, and then it'll evolve, and you'll adapt and yeah. you'll learn, and you'll make mistakes. But again, yeah, and I does. think like you have to make sure it's something that you're passionate about. Mm. Like I think first and foremost, otherwise it then soon becomes a chore because there's one like vision of like starting a business but there's so much other like, boring it, and, yeah. and, like stuff and tax and all that stuff of course. that just comes part and parcel with going in that direction mm. and if you're not loving the like actual business like what the brand is or whatever you're, you're not going to focus on through that you're going to hate yeah. doing all that other stuff as well well yeah i think you know it, it is so abundantly clear that you know seeing you guys that you do yeah have to be totally driven because if you do want to start your own business you have to be over all of it so yeah, yeah like mark as you say even the technical stuff like marketing photography you mm. know all of it you're not going to dish it out to someone else so you've no. got to be and i think we're again very lucky that we're kind of in this together. Totally. We know lots of other fellow like creatives who've started businesses, and mm. they're like, it's just them, and it's I can't even imagine how much harder it is just on yeah. your own, like having to do all of that. Yeah, you have to, like, emotionally so as well. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, juggle so many things. So at least we can like divide stuff. Yeah. And what is next for you guys? What have you got going on? You know, I saw that you had a little, uh, your vinyl collection. Uh, that yeah. looks really cool. What, yeah, what you got we're excited. We've got that. some. We're doing a new couple of designs for the Natural History Museum. Yeah. Celebrate our fifth birthday. And yeah. we're going to be at Decorex this year. Wow. So launching them there. We've wow. got um, new fabric we're announcing as well. Yeah. Launching our recycled velvet, which we're really excited oh, about. Actually, it's taken a long time to like get there with loads of colour matching to all the wallpapers and stuff. Sure. A massive job, but it's kind of almost ready to go. You guys actually are very much into the sustainability thing, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. website, definitely. Yeah. So good for you on that. Yeah, we are actually launching a like eco recycled wallpaper, oh, wow. which will be part of the natural history collection that comes so out cool. in October. So the two new designs will be printed on that, which we're really excited yeah. for. We can um, show you a sneak peek. <laughs> Exclusive, exclusive, extra, <laughs> extra, real. That's so exciting. Yeah. That, and then we're also moving house, which is like of outside of the kind of business side. But which I'm still in denial about. Yeah, I bet. So I mean, yeah, it's a beautiful house. Place which has been like great for us. Like we've been here ten mm. years, and we love it a lot. Um, but we're also excited for like this new property that mm. we found. Hopefully, all goes to plan. Um, yeah. And yeah, which we can get divine savaging up a new place, yeah. which is exciting. Yeah, you said to me before, didn't you? That we've just got it exactly as we like it. We've yeah. done it, and yeah. now we're going to move. <laughs> but that's what everyone does. You know? It's been a laser of love, and yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Well, well, 
Cool. So I was saying my one demand for the new house was it was walking distance to the train station. So I can still stumble home drunk yeah, after a night out with my friends. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, how do you feel about moving out of the city? Yeah, I think I, I moved in 97 and I, I loved it in my 20s and 30s. Yeah. But I think I'm just at the stage now where I just want to... We barely leave the house because they're working so much. Yeah. So we don't really take advantage of what's on our doorstep. So. To be honest, even in London, like, rarely do. Again, I've got loads of mates, and lo basically everyone I know pretty much lives in London. And I've often gone to, because I, I come in for that reason, like come in to go to an exhibition or go yeah. shopping, you know, do whatever you want to go to see a show, do whatever you yeah. do in London. And I go to them, oh, have you seen this new show? And they're like, no. no. <laughs> because you'll still get the joy of it and you yeah. probably get to actually, you know, see Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. I think exactly that and we'll make more of a like trip to come yeah. back to London and do some meetings and then go see a gallery or whatever so yeah, right. yeah I think it'll be good. Well that is our podcast. Thank you so much for coming and for having me. Yeah. <laughs> coming to my, <laughs> my house about me, coming yeah. to my abode. Molly Porter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish. Um, it's been divine. Should we, uh, I'll close with the jingle. <laughs> We'd like the hay again please. Okay. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Come and join us on the Pleasant People Podcast. Listen now and we will brighten up your day. Hey! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> thank you, boys. It's been oh, a thank pleasure. You. Thank you. Mwah. Cheers. Magical. Mwah. 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 Right, let's turn off all the 40,000 cameras. <laughs> <laughs>